I'm telling you right now, no one is going to come and give you permission. You have to give yourself permission to become the authority, the celebrity, the expert in your space. Welcome to the Bedros Coolian Show. What's the difference between me and you? Hey, if I could break this show down into one sentence, I would say this show is about money, muscles, and self-mastery. Hey, welcome to the Bedros Koulian Show. My name is Bedros Koulian, and today we're going to talk about money. We're going to talk about how to scale your business, your revenue, and your profits if you're an entrepreneur. And if you're not an entrepreneur yet, and you've got entrepreneurial dreams and passions, like let's say you are, you have a career right now, but you want to become an entrepreneur, you want to start a side gig, what I'm about to share with you here, the 11 tips and strategies to scale your business, revenue, and profits is something that you're going to really want to pay attention to because this is over a lifetime of like 25 years of me being in business, creating multiple multi-million dollar companies. And I've taken stuff from my coaching clients as well to share with you here. So let's get started. All right. So before we get started, I want to remind you guys, if you're on YouTube right now watching this, 74% of you watching this are not subscribed. If I'm able to add any value to your life, if I'm, if I'm literally changing your life, the way you think about things, if I'm motivating you, inspiring you, the only thing I ask is really two specific things and has no money attached to it. Subscribe, since 74% of you watching this are not subscribed, and also share, right? Unlike any other podcast out there where the podcast host has a guest across from them, I don't have a guest across from me, which means if I don't have a guest across from me who's got a big following, then this grows because of you period. Doesn't grow because of me. I just speak into the microphone. I look into the camera. I tell you, I share with you. I coach you. I mentor you. I pour my heart into you. However, because you're watching, sharing, subscribing, leaving comments, that is why this podcast, this show continues to grow big across the podcast platform, Spotify, YouTube, etc. And since I don't have anyone as another, you know, interviewee to actually share this, right on social media i'm counting on you guys to help me out so thank you for that i appreciate you i love you and i will never ever ever take that for granted so now you guys probably know that i coach and consult entrepreneurs right i have businesses of my own i have truly in nutrition which we started four years ago truly in nutrition is our newest company and it hit eight figures last year three years in it hit eight figures uh fit body boot camp our international franchise has been around for 15 years now we are literally we have uh, hundreds of locations worldwide and we continue to grow and which is awesome like if you want to open up a gym and you want to make sure that it's successful and it's massively profitable and you're helping a lot of people in your community you might want to look into a fit Body boot camp. But in addition to my businesses, I also coach other people. And by coaching others, I get to use my superpowers to really help them scale their business and develop their leadership, create systems and processes, increase their revenue, and more importantly, increase their profits. And here's why. Something that um, my, my, my CPA told me a long time ago, I'm trying to think how long ago, like 11, 12 years ago, he said, Bedros, revenue feeds the ego, profits feed the family. And I thought that was such a powerful line because it doesn't matter really how much revenue your business makes if you're not keeping any profits because your overhead is so high, your payroll is so high, your marketing costs are so high, your manufacturing costs are so high. If you don't have any profits left, 
what's the point of being in business? You might as well go get a freaking job, right? And so to always understand that, that revenue feeds the ego, like it sounds sexy to say, well, you know, I make, I make nine figures a year. In fact, I knew a dude who was a real estate broker um, who had several hundred agents who worked underneath him. They had something like $300 million in sales, but his overhead operational cost was so high, there was a three-year stretch that he was barely breaking even. One of those years, he actually lost money right? And so I share this with you because, well, it's easy to say, man, we made $350 million in sales. Cool. But if you spent $360 million in expense that year, you literally lost $10 million, right? And so, all right, let's get started. So I'm going to share with you here 11 tips to scale your business, your revenue, and your profits so that you can have a business that literally fulfills the lifestyle that you want, gives you the financial freedom that you need. Let's get started. So thing number one, this is from my, uh, so again, I'm gonna kind of give a shout out to all my coaching clients who uh, I've helped and lessons that I've extracted from as I've helped them. So this one is from Chris Cavallini. He owns Nutrition Solutions. What they do is a meal prep that's frozen that gets delivered to your home or office, wherever you want and uh, specifically to your desired macros in terms of fats, carbohydrates, and proteins, right? If you're trying to gain muscle or lose fat. And when he came on board and he started coaching with me, Chris Cavallini, we started focusing on one thing that mattered most. And I taught him this. I said, margins matter most. And when I say margins matter most, in other words, goes back to what we just said. If you're making a lot of revenue, but you're just breaking even, or you're losing money every month or every quarter, what's the point of staying in business? Now, I do understand that there is a benefit in a loss leader, meaning I might lose money on the first order, knowing that that client is on a subscription service where I'm going to make money on an ongoing basis. And we'll talk about that in a moment. And Chris's business does focus on that. But when I stressed to him that margins matter most, then what we did is we started to look in very specific areas of his business to figure out where we can increase the profit margins, right? And all margins mean is if I'm spending $10 to make my product and $5 to get a new customer. So now we're up to $15, right? And then another $5 in employee payroll, then now it's $20 for that one product, for this pen, let's say. Well, I need to sell this pen for at least $21, right? So I can make a dollar profit if you just simplify it that way. And so what we did is we started looking at what are the areas that we can focus on. And so what we did with his business when we said margins matter most is we started to separate the business into categories, payroll, operational costs. Now with him, payroll is obviously his staff, his employees, his chefs, the people that pack the stuff, the food and ship it out, right? So are we, do we have a bloated payroll? Do we have redundancy in employees that we don't need? Are all the employees operating at the full efficiency, right? So that's thing number one to open margins. Thing number two, operational cost, right? In other words, the boxes that you're buying, the dry ice that you're buying, the packaging, the shipping through UPS or FedEx, it's overnight. Um, is it worth shipping on this, to this side of Mississippi? Because he's located in Florida. So if you're shipping all the way out to the West Coast, what is the operational cost? What is the cost to get stuff to this side of the Mississippi? And is it worth it to even market to people on this side of Mississippi? Or should you focus 
regionally in your area. So there's that operational cost. But then there's a other thing that opens up the margins. And this part's really cool. I said, Chris, we got to focus on building you into an authority. And if we can build you into an authority, because he articulates well, speaks really well, he's charismatic, looks awesome, and he's lean and jacked. He's a walking, talking byproduct of his business, right? And so I said, Chris, we need to make you into an authority. So I need you to start doing a podcast, a YouTube show on a consistent basis, very similar to this. And I need you to use Instagram on a consistent basis to really educate people, showcase problems, give them the solution. And that solution needs to be that they could either eat well on their own and do their own meal prep. And if they don't have the time and the desire to do it on their own, that they can then purchase meal prep from you. And by spending six months and focusing on making him a authority and an expert in that space, in that category, he was able to charge slightly more for his services, for his food product than his competitors, right? Because wouldn't you rather buy a product from someone that you know, like, and trust? After all, he does use grass-fed everything. It's the highest quality of everything. There is no additives and preservatives in anything he does. So it's like, dude, you already have a premium product. Let's just add a few more bucks to each order. It's not a lot. People are willing to pay. I'm willing to pay for quality. I'm willing to pay for a higher quality food. Like if I'm going to ingest something and put it into my body or share it with my family, don't I want the best quality? And aren't I willing to pay three, four, five dollars more for that box of food? Probably. And so by making him a celebrity and an authority in the category, by really watching what his operational costs are and playing FedEx against UPS and having them a bidding war and seeing who will give a better price to deliver the product. Because remember, shipping is a commodity, right? It's a commodity. As long as they don't, you know, the food doesn't arrive busted up and broken and there's like, you know, food everywhere in front of someone's house, job accomplished. And so doesn't it make sense then for us to play FedEx against UPS and see who was going to give him the better rates, see where he could buy dry ice for cheaper, see where he can get boxes for cheaper. And by doing that, we lowered that cost. And then of course, by really working on what employees are most efficient, which employees are redundant and which employees can we do without, we cut overhead costs, payroll costs, and that opened up his margins. So always check your margins. Margins matter most. Thing number two, that I want to share with you is something that Rachel Shear, another coaching client of mine, a lesson from her business. And this is about singularity of focus. So Rachel is on her third year of coaching with me right now. And um, when Rachel started my domination, your coaching program, and she doesn't mind me sharing this, and she's very open and transparent about her business. And she likes to help other people realize that they can do so much more in their business, that they don't have to be a one person show. She was a one person show. She's a registered dietitian, a gut health expert. And a at the time she was making about eight or nine grand a month when she started working with me. And while eight or nine grand a month is not bad, she had so many patients, clients that she was working with that she was working from like 6 a.m. To, to 6 p.m. and still had to focus on her health and fitness, her quality of life, get some sleep, and then wake up, rinse and repeat. And so she, when she joined my Domination Your Coaching program, the goal was how can we scale her business bigger? And so before scaling her business, her solution was, well, hey, since I'm fit, since I'm athletic, I created these leggings as well. So remember, she was doing gut health and nutrition, right, coaching, but she had also created these leggings and she had bought like, I don't know, 
400, 500 units of these leggings that were really awesome, right? Great leggings. And she's like, hey, I know I can make more money on top of the eight or nine grand a month that I'm making. I can probably make more money if I sell these leggings as well, Pedros. So can you help me create a funnel, a process to sell these leggings? And I said, Rachel, here's what we're going to do. We're going to scale your business, the business that's making you money now, the gut health and nutrition business. And we're not going to focus on the leggings. She goes, well, what should I do with the leggings? I go, for all I care, you can take them out to your backyard, throw some gasoline on it and light them on fire. That's probably the best thing you can do. And it was hard for her to swallow that at first because that was a brand that she built. She wanted to have an apparel line. She wanted to have these leggings and she wanted to sell these leggings. And let's say she bought them for whatever, 14 bucks and she was gonna sell them for 25, 30, 40, 50, 100 bucks. She thought that there would be good margins in it, right? Going back to talking about margins. But the reality was each time she focused on her leggings, her business, her core business that was currently making money would take a hit. She thought that she had maxed out her business. And so her thinking was that I need to start creating a secondary income stream through another thing, the leggings. My thing was throw the leggings away, take it as a loss on your, on your taxes. I don't care if you give it away to a homeless shelter. I don't care if you light them on fire. I don't care if you put a free pair of leggings into with every client that comes on board in your coaching business, but do not make a funnel to sell these leggings. And it took her a little while to accept this, but she did, and we focused on her business, singularity of focus. You, you, you focus on the thing that's making you money, and guess what happens? You end up making more money and impacting more lives. And so what we ended up doing is I taught her how to now hire other dietitians, teach those dietitians her strategy for figuring out their gut health issue, and then now, she became the face of the business, her dietitians started offering the service instead of she, and now she's got five dietitians who work under her. She only takes on clients when they pay a premium. She's got two sales reps, and she's got a director of operations, and currently she's making about $300,000 a month, and some months even more. Now she's got time and capacity because she's the face of the business and she's not actually executing on the service. She's got time to create new secondary tertiary income streams, right? But when you are starting out, guys, I want you to focus on that one thing and cross the finish line with it, build a team, build processes, and then pivot to the second, third, fourth income stream that you can. Singularity of focus matters. Number three, strategy or tip number three to scale your business, revenue, and profits. I, I wrote down riches are in the niches. This is something that I shared with my coaching client, Aaron LeBauer, right? And Aaron, he's a, um, he's a physical therapist and he's in a small town in North Carolina and he has a physical therapy practice. But what he did is he was sick and tired of working with insurance companies that would take forever to pay him, right? So he would say, hey, this patient needs so many sessions of physical therapy on their shoulder. The insurance company would go, no, we don't think they need 10 sessions of physical therapy. We think that they need four sessions of physical therapy and we don't wanna pay you $80 per session, we wanna pay you $60 per session. So Aaron's like, dude, why did I become a doctor, a physical a doctor of physical therapy if the insurance company is gonna tell me how to run my business? So we pivoted him to a cash-based 
business, right? So he's literally a cash-based PT. And so when he went to being a cash-based PT, he only worked with patients who were going to pay cash. That also does something else. That means the people that he's working with are usually the affluent who could afford to pay what they need versus the limited amount of service the insurance company wants to cover. So they're going to heal properly. They're going to get the results that they need to take away their aches and pains in their shoulder, back, knee, wherever, right? So he went to a cash-based practice and he got so good at it that then we went and we pivoted his business into coaching other physical therapists who want to convert from insurance-based physical therapy to cashed cash-based practices as well. So not only does he have a his own physical therapy business that's cash-based, no insurance company required, right? They just pay with a credit card, a check, or cash. But also, he got so good at it, I was like, dude, why don't we make you the expert, the authority on helping other physical therapists who have their own practices do a cash-based practice? And so he's like, well, dude, all in all, there's not even a lot of therapists, physical therapists on the planet, let alone cash-based physical therapists. I go, but there's enough to make you another seven figures. And sure enough, he did. Uh, so Aaron LeBauer, what we did is we shifted, right? His, his secondary income stream was coaching and consulting for physical therapists who want to run a cash-based practice. And by going very narrow and deep in a niche, right? I told you, the riches are in the niches, right? So by going narrow and deep in that niche, not just physical therapy, but cash-based physical therapy, he became the expert very quickly. He was able to position himself and then gain a whole bunch of coaching clients into his coaching business where now he can help these other physical therapists make more money become more efficient, not have to work as much, which is awesome because he was burning out and that's the reason he pivoted to cash-based practice. And now he can help all these other physical therapists who are burning out and really got into the business of physical therapy to help people and not to argue and debate with the insurance companies. All right, thing number four. This one is not from a coaching client. Well, I guess it is because all of my team members here, I also coach and mentor, right, in my building. So I told you about Truling, the supplement company. And so I reached out to Jeff Rosenquist. He's the VP of our supplement company. I said, Jeff, um, you know, what is like the thing that you look at that you have installed into Truline that we've talked about that has really helped Truline hockey stick over the last 12 months. And this is what he said, AOV, CPA, LTV. So I'm gonna break it down for you, right? Now remember, Truline is a supplement company and some might say it's a commodity. I mean, you could find protein powder anywhere. You might find some kind of greens, right? Like we have our own greens, but you might find greens everywhere. And yeah, okay, this is ours is organic. And yeah, all right, I'll, our wellness shot, you can't find anywhere else, man. I'm telling you, no one is willing to make what we've done with the wellness shot because the ingredients that we use, the caliber and quality of ingredients that we use in the wellness shot is like uncomparable. And so you won't find anything like it. But let's just say as a supplement company, other than the brand, like who you are, most people are gonna buy it because of the brand of what it is, whether it's whey protein, whether it's grass-fed whey, whether it's vegan, whatever, right? That's the reason people buy it. And so we started to really, really focus in. The key thing that he started to focus in was AOV, right? Average order value. So these three things, if you are selling any kind of product online, like through a Shopify store, you wanna really focus on these three metrics, the average order value. And we focus so heavily at Truline on the average order value. What can we do to increase the average order value? So if the average order is, let's say, $90, 
can we put an offer on the website that says when you purchase uh, when your purchase exceeds $110, you get free shipping, right? That's how we increase. That's one way to increase the average order value. Another way to increase average order value is to bundle something with it. Hey, you're buying this. Do you also want that? Right? We do that at, at Fuel Hunt as well, right? Fuel Hunt Apparel Company. Um, you're buying this. Do you want this hat with it? Do you want this keychain with it? Do you want this Fuel Hunt flag with it? Because if we can increase the average order value, then we can do a lot more with those profits to grow the business. So focus on your average order value, number one. Number two, CPA, the cost per lead acquisition, right? And this is a tricky one, man, because if you're using an outside, <sighs> excuse me, if you're using an outside ad agency to get your leads, what Facebook stats tell them and YouTube and Google stats tell them versus what their you know, tracking software tells them versus what your in-house metrics tell you are three different numbers. So you got to get into the weeds. You got to understand these three metrics so well. And the cost per lead acquisition is huge because if you think you're paying whatever, let's say $12 per new lead, right? If you think you're paying $12 per new lead, but in reality, you're paying $24 per new lead, that is eating away at your margins, the thing that we talked about earlier. So you have to be able to like, like really dive in into your cost per lead acquisition and go, what does the average lead cost me, right? And if you can figure that out, then you can decide whether it's worth paying that dollar amount or not. And the third thing is LTV, lifetime value. The reason lifetime value is important, so what we do with truly full transparency, one, we have the best supplements, best, like when I say best, I don't, that's not just hyperbole. That is like literally, I'm telling you, we use the best ingredients. What many of you don't know is the, the uh, nutrients, ingredients that we put in the wellness shot, right? People don't know that the spices, like turmeric, ginger, cayenne pepper, black pepper, all that that's in there, uh, because you have to have cayenne pepper and black pepper if you're having turmeric into something because it slows down the absorption. Turmeric is something that absorbs very quickly in your body. And if it absorbs, absorbs very quickly, it will leave your body very quickly and not get used. To slow down the absorption, you, we use cayenne pepper and black pepper. So turmeric can really have the greatest effect on your body. But what you probably didn't know is spices like cayenne pepper, black pepper, turmeric, ginger, etc. Those spices oftentimes have heavy metals in them. And our manufacturing, we test every batch and make sure that there are no heavy metals, right? So if you didn't know this, you might go buy something. Well, it's cheaper. It's still black pepper. It's still cayenne. It's still ginger. It's still turmeric. Sure. But maybe it's cheaper because it's got heavy metals in it. And if you're wondering where the heavy metals come from, the heavy metals come from the third world countries that these ingredients are raised in, right? Let's face it. They may not use, they may use lead buckets to water the plants and that lead transfers into the plants. You may not know that, we do. And so when I say we use the highest of ingredients, we do, but this isn't about pimping out truly to you, although it kind of is, because I think you ought to buy it and use it like I do. Uh, but it's really about telling you our business model. We want our average order value to be high. The only time we're willing to give a massive discount, like I said, you can use my code, Bedros, B-E-D-R-O-S, and get 50% off what? The bundle, right? The subscribe and save bundle. We don't want to sell one-off things to you. We want everybody to subscribe to a truly product or products. Because if you truly care about your health, 
wouldn't you agree that you want to use something over and over again repeatedly? Like I've been using vitamin D going on, I don't know, two decades, right? Like why would I just keep buying it one at a time? It's a waste of time when I can get a discount if I'm on a subscribe and save. So everything we do at Truling is focused on a subscribe and save bundle. But we also understand, and this is where marketing comes in, right? We also understand that a new customer may be hesitant to get themselves on a subscription service without first knowing the product. And so what we do, and this is what you can do in your business, this works for supplements, this works for any product, apparel, right? You can do this in any business where you're gonna give them something over and over again. Hell, it works for service like software too, right? Or a membership site. So we go, hey, look, use my name, Bedros, uh, Bedros Cooling, just Bedros on Truline, and you get 50% off your first bundle order. You have full 30 days when you get the product to taste it, try it, see the results. If you don't like it, take a refund, a full refund of the money that you gave us and we cancel your subscription. So what we have is some called risk reversal because we know there is a risk to subscribing to a service or a bundle service that you haven't tried before. But what we wanna do is create a risk reversal by saying you get 50% off your first bundle, right? And you have an unconditional money back guarantee all the way up to day 30 to take a full refund and walk away, we shake hands as friends. And so by doing that, we are getting clients, customers on a subscription service. They are absolutely loyal and they love the product and they tell others about it. That lowers our CPA, cost of lead acquisition, right? And then our lifetime value is what can we do to keep customers longer? We make sure deliveries show up on time. We make sure that the product is not busted up when it gets there. We make sure the flavor profile of every shipment that we get in matches the previous shipment that went out, right? Because we buy in thousands of units at a time. And when our manufacturer is making the product, sometimes there's a discrepancy in texture or flavor. And if you get an order that all of a sudden doesn't taste right to you, you're gonna wanna cancel your subscription. And that fucks with our lifetime value. And so I want the lifetime value to last. And so another thing we do, as you guys probably know, that I donate a ton of money to Shriners Children's Hospital, right? I've been doing this for 12 years. We tied in the Truling subscription model into Shriners Children's Hospital. Each time your bundle comes to you every month, a portion of that money goes to Shriners Children's Hospital, right? So now together we're doing a lot of good. Like there's an actual reason to use Truling supplements versus any other brand, in addition to the product being high quality and being tasty and all that, you're actually giving back to a hospital system that gives kids free medical services when they, their families can't afford it. And all those things increase the lifetime value. So understand that you can mix like philanthropy, charity in a business and make it a win-win for all. And so you decide how you're gonna build your business, but where Jeff is concerned at Truling, I'm telling you average order value, cost of lead acquisition, and then um, lifetime value, very, very important. Number five, to increase your revenue and profits and grow your business is get rich, trading time for dollars, build wealth through investment. This is something I taught Tony Steffen. Tony Steffen also was a registered dietitian. He ran a mastermind for other registered dietitians and taught them how to grow their online coaching business because Tony was really good at it. By the way, by the way, I'm gonna tell you something right now, something pisses me off. When I see people trying to coach others 
in something that they've never been successful in, that fucking lights me up. The reason that lights me up is because you all are fucking charlatans. You guys are scammers. I'm talking, y'all know who you are. You buy your fucking $14 a month blue check mark from Instagram. You buy a whole bunch of fake followers on Instagram. You hit that little fucking toggle switch that says public figure or entrepreneur on your bio, right? You take some glamour shots like a motherfucker, and then you're all of a sudden an expert at something, and you're trying to teach something that you have never mastered yourself, you bitch ass motherfucker and i'm sharing this with you right now because when i'm telling you about my coaching clients like tony stefan this motherfucker spent two years two years building his online coaching business making multiple six figures buying a house with it for he and his wife and as he started to grow that more dietitians started to follow him and they were like dude you are doing awesome growing your business. Can you show us how? And so on the third year that Co Tony was coaching with me in the Domination Year program, he's like, dude, all these, all these registered dietitians are reaching out to me and asking me to coach them. I'm like, great, let's create a mastermind. So he created a mastermind. It was $1,800 a month. He got something like 70 dietitians into the program. You do the math, 70 dietitians at $1,800 a month for 12 months. That's a lot of money. He just created a secondary income stream. We took all that riches and he was trading time for dollars because 70, 70 coaching clients. Yeah. Okay. You're running three masterminds a year. Each mastermind is two days long. It's like a full on thing. Then he has to do like weekly zooms and coach them up. He's got them in a private Facebook group, et cetera, where he has to create content for them. Right. That's definitely trading time for dollars, but it's trading, trading a lot of money for his time. So you get rich trading your time for dollars and then you create wealth because then I had Tony pivot and I had him start investing in apartments, right? Hey, you buy an apartment complex or you buy a single family home, you put a tenant in it and then that tenant pays you rent and they start paying off your mortgage. And if that rent that they're paying you is higher than your mortgage payment, you also have positive cash flow. So not only is the price of the value, the value of that home going up every year, like it always does, not only is that tenant paying off Tony's mortgage, but if they're paying more than their mortgage, he has positive cash flow. And today he's got $5 million in real estate in his portfolio, right? And he just turned 31 years old. He's been, he's now on his fifth year of coaching with me. All right, now let's talk about number six. Thing number six to build your business, increase your profits and revenue, right? Here it is. Uh, this is from another coaching client of mine, Ben Teal. Ben is a, he's a nutrition coach, but he works with a very specific type of customers. And so what I wrote here is I said, solve complex problems, make more money. Think about this. If you're a coach and he's a coach and he's a coach and he's a coach and all of you offer, let's say uh, all of you teach how to, how to stop smoking or how to not watch porn or whatever it is that you're gonna teach, right? How to lose weight, how to build muscle. If everyone does the same thing, you become a commodity. He decided that he's gonna focus on type one diabetics because type one diabetics who need insulin find themselves in a position where weight loss and what they eat matters. And it's very different for them because Ben decided to focus on type one diabetics. He now created what's known as a blue ocean. By the way, there's a great book out there called Blue Ocean Strategies. Get the book, read it. And it really talks about how to create a blue ocean. A red ocean is where it's so competitive, there's like blood in the water, right? 
blue ocean strategies are, holy fuck, everyone's fighting for this piece of pie right here, but I realize that I can build pie and sell it to those people there who've never had pie and I could sell them pie and they can become new customers and no one's trying to market to them, right? Blue Ocean strategies are brilliant, man. And so what he did is he said, hey, I'm going to focus on type 1 diabetics who want to lose weight and be able to control their blood sugar without having to pump a whole bunch of insulin into their body, right? They just have to take the minimal amount of insulin required. And so by doing that, he has a very niche service. He solves a very complex problem, right? Weight loss and nutrition for diabetics. And therefore, he's able to charge like 40, 50% more than any other nutrition coach out there that does nutrition for weight loss. So think about that. So shifting gears to number seven, you want to leverage platforms. All right. So let me tell you about Dr. Amy Shaw. Dr. Amy Shaw was a coaching client of mine, an awesome human being. Uh, you should follow her. She is, um, just look up Dr. Amy Shaw on Instagram. She has like amazing posts that she puts up. And when she came on board with me, she was just about to pivot out of her medical practice, right? She, she was in a medical practice and um, she was like, hey, I'm tired of seeing patients. Um, I'm tired of following this protocol that I don't believe really works. And I want to be able to help people in a very different way. And so she was in the process of writing a book. And so what we did with her in order to get her book out there to the masses is I said, look, Amy, one, let's create an online coaching business for you where you're basically doing, um, and her whole focus was on circadian rhythm, right? Like if you can, if you can build your eating program around your circadian rhythm and you can incorporate that into your lifestyle, you're going to work with your body to lose fat and put on muscle tone versus working against it, against your body's natural circadian rhythm. So anyway, she writes the book and I said, look, you can build your own pro platform all you want. We can, you can, you know, podcast. Yes. A YouTube show. Yes. But for this book to sell, you got to get on other platforms. And so understand that if you want to scale your business quickly, you have to ask yourself this question. And this is what I had Amy do. I said, who has your future book buyers? Because we knew that if people bought her book and read it, the book basically becomes a business card for new coaching clients for her new practice, right? And she could leave her medical practice of being a hands-on doctor, working in the medical industry, prescribing medicine, versus working with people naturally, holistically, which is what she wanted to do. And so we figured out who has her future customers uh, for her book, right? Like what podcasts, what shows? Maybe it's Sean Stevenson, maybe it's Ed Milet, maybe it's Lewis House, maybe it's whoever, right? And I said, now what do we do to build relationships? And so obviously I coached her up and we have a strategy where we can help her get on different podcasts and different shows. And so if you want to scale a business, my friends, you can't operate in a silo. You can't operate in a vacuum where you think that your content alone on YouTube, Instagram, podcast platforms are going to be big enough to grow you fast enough. It's not. You have to be able to leverage other platforms, people that already have big audiences who can put you in front of their audience because you're going to add value. So you have to learn to speak. You have to learn to articulate a message. You have to learn to communicate. You have to, you have to be, be open to the idea of public speaking. She has been on stages. She's been on podcasts, YouTube shows, television. And by doing so, she's added value to the platforms of all these different thought leaders. And then when she's on that platform, she gets thousands of people to follow her and buy her book that came out. And then once they follow her and buy her book, they are now in her ecosystem and the marketing machine that we created begins to drip feed 
new leads into her business model, right? So she gets to serve people and help them and heal them while making more money doing what she wants to do versus what she had to do as a doctor. All right, moving on, number eight. This is a lesson that I taught Vince Del Monte. Uh, Vince Del Monte is an awesome, awesome business coach to online personal trainers. Like if you're a personal trainer, a fitness coach, and you wanna transition from in-person to online, like Vince Del Monte is the dudes that you wanna work with, right? And so um, I share this with you because Vince had a big team. He's got a big coaching business and he had a big team. But I said, Vince, I need you to imagine that every one of your employees has a P&L report above their head. And he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, every one of your employees must have a profit and loss report above their head. And so effectively, every employee you have to look at, are they a liability to my business or are they an asset? And if they are a liability, how can we make them into an asset? How can we make them profitable? And if they are profitable, are they making at least three times what you're paying them? Here's why every employee must make a minimum of three times what they're getting paid to be worth keeping. And it's very simple. First time is to cover their payroll, right? So if you're paying someone, I don't know, $10,000 a month to work for you, right? Let's say they're like a, a VP in your company, you're paying them $10,000 a month. Well, they need to bring in at least $10,000 a month to cover their payroll. They also need to bring another $10,000 a month to cover taxes, insurance, um, healthcare, right? You gotta pay the government, you gotta pay your state, you gotta pay the government, the federal taxes. There's unemployment taxes and insurance. There's medical insurance. So they gotta bring in another 10 grand a month for that. And the third 10 grand a month is your profits, is what you get to keep, right? So if you're hiring me to work for you, let's say, hey, Bedros, you get to be the CEO of my company. I'm like, cool. And we're gonna pay you five grand a month. I'm like, cool, I'm gonna take a really big pay cut here, right? Um, I'm gonna be the CEO of your company for five grand a month, you wish. Um, but let's just say in this hypothetical story, I gotta bring in a minimum of 15 grand a month in business to be able to justify my seat on your bus. Right, Jim Collins talks about this in the book, uh, in his book, Good to Great. He says, you are the bus driver. Your business is the bus, you are the bus driver. You have to get the right people on the bus and put those people in the right seats on the bus. Sometimes you might have the right person on the bus, but you've got them in the wrong seat. In other words, they're doing sales when they should be doing customer support. Or someone who's doing customer support should be doing the marketing or R&D or whatever. And if you accidentally got the wrong person on the bus, is what I told Vinny, Vince, Del Montiel, then you're gonna wanna pull that fucking bus over and kick that person out, right? And that's where you use the GWC filter from EOS, Entrepreneurial Operating System. Uh, you can learn about that in a great book called Traction by Gino Wickman. So there's two books that I've recommended for you on this podcast. This podcast, this particular show, this one right here, this episode is a very dense episode, but it's designed to make you millions if you take action on it. And if you're a little, if you're not, look at me, I've evolved. I've evolved. You guys all saw that, right? I caught, consciousness caught myself. I've evolved. And if you don't want to make a lot of money, you just want to be broke, that's okay too. Hey, just keep watching the show. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you like. Drop a comment. Share this as well. And stay broke. That's okay too. But this episode is about making a shit ton of money. And I'm giving you 
the cheat code that I've shared with my top coaching clients who are in my domination, domination, your coaching program, right? Like these are businesses that we've scaled to multiple seven figures, eight figures, some of them nine figures, right? Some of my coaching clients I can't talk about because, you know, well, a few of them are, you know, literally doing a billion, 1.5 billion a year. And certain clients just don't want me to talk about them. And I have to respect that. And I do respect that. So going back to this, every single employee must have a P&L report above their head a profit and loss. Are they a profit to you or a loss, right? Are they profitable? By the way, someone could be profitable to you, but they could be a pain in the ass to work with that still makes them a liability. So if someone's making you a shit ton of money, but they're a liability, they're hitting on other employees, they show up drunk, they show up late, they are now fucking with the culture and the energy and the vibe in your building, in your business, they, to me, are a liability. I will not take profits and keep a fucking loser on my team who's a, who's a liability in my business, right? That's just the way I run shit. You could run it any way you want. And then the GWC filter is, do they, do, they, do they get their role? Do they want their role? Do they have the capacity to execute their role? So once you know that someone is profitable for you, right? Or if you're curious, okay, this someone has the potential to be profitable for me, let me just put them to the GWC filter. And this is from Traction, the book Traction, a system called EOS, Entrepreneurial Operating System. They talk about the, the GWC filter. You take all emotions out, and let's say I'm gonna, I'm gonna use Ed here. So Ed's behind the camera, and Ed is awesome at filming video, at doing still pictures, and editing. Like if you're watching this on YouTube, Ed is the one that edits all the videos uh, for us on YouTube. So big shout out to Ed. If Ed is going to get GWC filtered, I would say, hey, Ed, sit down, man. I love you like a brother. We've gone out to dinners together, et cetera. But do you get the role of what you have here as a photographer, videographer? He's like, yeah. I'm like, all right, tell me, tell me what is it? Like, do you get the role? He's like, yeah, uh, my job is to film content, put, make that content in a way that people want to stop scrolling and want to start watching. And then they want to take action on the videos and the content that, uh, that you make that I film and edit. I'm like, shit, he gets it. I go, Ed, do you want that role? He's like, well, Bedros, um, I've been doing it for you for the last five years or however long. How long have you been with me, Ed? Uh, six years. Six years. I've been doing this for the last six years. And you know what? I think I'm going to go be a Buddhist monk now. I've been, I've been reading this book about being a Buddhist monk. And I, 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 my kind of thing is I don't want to make videos anymore. I want to go be a Buddhist monk. I'm like, oh, cool. All right. Now, I go to the C, right? GWC. Ed, you have the capacity to execute this role. Ed's like... Yeah, man, I'm a fucking gangster at shooting video and pictures and editing it in a way that people are going to want to watch it and be compelled by it and click on it and take action by it. So if Ed has the G, it's a hell yes, but he doesn't necessarily want that role anymore, then I have to part ways with him. I have to support my friend and encourage him to go be a Buddhist monk or whatever he wants to do, but I, 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 I can't keep him here anymore because soon the quality of the work is gonna erode. But what you're looking for, what I'm looking for, and what Ed gives us is the hell yes, hell yes, hell yes on all three, the GWC. He gets his role, he understands what his role is, he wants that role, it's a hell yeah, I want this role, and he has a hell yeah, I have the capacity to perform this role. By the way, in every one of the, our companies, we GWC me. If you're wondering why I'm no longer the CEO of Fit Body Bootcamp, I'm just the founder of Fit Body Bootcamp, Bryce, who's upstairs right now, um, is the, the CEO of Fit Body Bootcamp. Using the EOS process, we GWC'd me. Do I get the role of a CEO? Yes. Do I have the capacity? I'm just jumping to the third one. 
yes, I have the capacity to execute that role. Did I want that role anymore? No, man, because I'm growing. I was growing my show. Uh, I've taken equity in other businesses. I like mentoring. I'm working on another book. And therefore, the team found that I don't want that role anymore. And if I don't want it, I'm going to do it reluctantly, and that's going to affect my capacity. So now it becomes a, hell yes, I get the role. Hell no, I don't want the role. And eventually it's like, hell no, I don't have the capacity either. And I become the bottleneck in my own business. So when you look at everybody with a PL report above their head, one, you want them to be at least 3x profitable based on the income that you're paying them. Number two, they have to be a hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah on the get it, want it, and have the capacity to perform their role. That is how you have fucking efficient gangsters in your organization. That's what I taught Vince Del Monte, and he had to fire a few employees, then he had to level up a few others, and he had to teach them that they are all, they all have, we all have walking PL reports above our heads, and then boom, a profitable business, hockey sticked and kicked ass. All right, number nine, scale through others. All right, so Dr. Gabrielle Lyon. God, Dr. Gabrielle Lyon, by the way, she's my doctor. She's the one who optimizes my health and makes sure that I'm operating in full capacity as I get older in life. I don't want to slow down. And she makes sure that everything from my sleep to my nutrition to my hormones, like everything. She's the one that found many years ago, six Five, six years ago, she found mercury in my blood because I was eating sushi four times a day for 10 years, or four times a day, four times a week for 10 years. I'm a creature of habit. I'm very OCD. When I do something, I'm routine driven, right? And so I, I would leave my gym. I would go to a place called Sushi 10 down the street. It's no longer here. The pandemic fucked that up. But um, I would go to Sushi 10 and I would eat sushi uh, three to four times a week. And you do that for 10 years, you tend to, you know, um, gain a lot of a lot of heavy metals in your body. And so she figured that out and she helped me get rid of those heavy metals. But I share this with you because Gabrielle is also a coaching client in the Domination Your Coaching program. In fact, she's got a great book coming out called Forever Strong. The book comes out October 17th of this year, 2023, Forever Strong. Now, Gabrielle is a concierge doctor. She charges a lot of money to work with patients like me and others like me who really want like the white glove service. I want to be able to text my doctor. I want to be able to take shortcuts and not have to wait for insurance to do this, that, and the other. So I'm willing to pay cash for whatever I need, right? In terms of medical care. That's another great reason to make a lot of money, right? You don't have to do things the normal way. You can do things the abnormal way, the fucking awesome way. And so I share this with you guys because uh, as Dr. Gabrielle, who's also a coaching client of mine, like I said, her goal was to scale, but she's also, she was working on her book, right? And I'm like, look, Gabrielle, the way we built Dr. Amy Shaw's book launch was by putting her on different platforms, YouTube, podcast, all these things, where she can then go and get introduced to new audiences. So when her book comes out, she can have a big book launch. You got to do the same. You got to write your book. You have to then start, you know, getting on these different platforms. That I'm going to help you get on, right? And um, in the process, though, you can't take on any more patients. So if you want to scale your business, we're going to have to do something different. So she brought on a nurse practitioner and she brought on another MD taught these people how to be concierge doctors. Now, Dr. Gabrielle is still the face of her business. She still maintains her patients like me and others. But now when she gets new patients, she moves them along to these two other doctors, these two other experts who give concierge service, right? This way, she's able to still grow her existing practice while focusing on her upcoming book launch 
and ensures that that's going to be a success. And when her book launches a success, guess what? She gets even more known because she's on these different platforms. Tens of thousands of people will buy her book. And because of that, she can get more customers, more patients into her business and therefore can get more doctors working for her and helping more people while making more money, creating a win-win scenario for all. So understand that you can scale your business through others by hiring others to do what you do and you become the face of your business and then you move people over to those other coaches or doctors. All right, number 10, thing number 10, tip number 10 to scale your business, your income, your revenue, your profits, and that is to understand that sales trump all. I'm gonna tell you about my man, Rich Vanek. So Rich Vanek is not only a coaching client in the Domination Your Coaching program, he also graduated the project. So he's a savage of a man. And and he's he's like this, like, like a nutty professor kind of guy, right? And um, he created this device that goes on oil wells and any kind of pipeline, water pipelines, sewage pipelines, right? Like you, you hear on the news, like a sewage pipeline burst and the road has 20 million gallons of shit and sewage everywhere. Well, Rich's device goes on a pipeline in a specific area and it will catch, it will catch a crack, a leak or whatever, because it can tell how much pressure is in that pipeline. And then it will either report, like send a text message to someone, like, hey, shut off the valve to this pipeline before it bursts, or when it bursts, if it just randomly bursts, boom, it will send a signal to shut it off before this thing ends up above ground, right? Normally when you see a oil spill, sewage spill, water spill, it's when it's made it to the surface. But this pipe might be buried, you know, I don't know, hundreds of feet underground, right? So he created that device. He's good at creating shit. And then he created another device, which is really awesome. Like if you see those big giant containers where that has thousands of gallons of water, like in every city they have it, right? Like the extra reserve of water that's sitting there. Well, did you know that people have to climb up there and see how much water is in there? They take some very archaic, they take a piece of string with uh, some kind of a heavy weight and they drop it in there and they, okay, well, so much water has evaporated. So they turn on the water reservoir. So he created this whole lighting system, right? Imagine this big, tall LED light that attaches to the side of any mega container, whether it's got grain or oil or water, sewage, gasoline, whatever, right? And now that light, along with the sensor that goes inside that mega container, tells you just by glancing at it, how much product is in there. Rich is really good at creating shit, but he wasn't the best at selling shit. Like I said, he's a nutty professor. He creates stuff that save humanity and help people become more efficient and keep sewage and oil spills out of like our drinking waters. However, until you sell it, nothing matters. And so we had to really focus on driving home the fact that nothing happens until a sale is made. No one's gonna use that little colorful LED thermometer to figure out how much water is in the containers. No one's going to use the automatic valve shutoff system unless he makes sales. And so as we got him to focus on regional sales, so first we said, all right, what are the two industries, right? So again, you got to go singularity of focus. What are the two industries you want to focus on for those two products? We just picked two industries. And then we got a sales rep for each one. And then we started figuring out who the companies are and we started making those calls doing the outbound like 
reaching out because one company might have 40,000 different containers across the country that they want to put those LED lights on, right? An oil and gas company might have 70, 80 wells in one area that they need to put that valve system on. And remember, both of those things pay rich on a subscription basis. Today, his business is very different than it was just a year ago when he started because he's now focused on selling the awesome product that he's made. So when people tell you build a better mousetrap and people will come, like build it and they will come, they will not. You build a better mousetrap and then you sell the fuck out of it and then they will come. Got it? Finally, number 11 on the 11 tips to scale your business, your revenue, and your profits, and that is this, to celebritize yourself, right? And you do have to make yourself a celebrity. And there was a time when there was no social media, like whatever, 12, 15 years ago, that you just had to wait for Good Morning America or some nighttime news to invite you to get on their channel to give you like your 15 seconds of fame. No longer, man. You can make a celebrity out of yourself. And my coaching client, Ashley Lucas, she owns PhD Weight Loss. It's uh, five different locations across the country, right? And then last year when she got on, well, she's on her second, she's in her second or third year of coaching with me. I think she's on her third year of coaching with me. Now on her third, uh, but on her second year of coaching with me, we launched PhD at home, right? In other words, her PhD weight loss at home. So it's her online thing. So now her coaches at her five locations that serve like specific cities can also coach people anywhere across the country. And how did we scale that? Simple, we realized that all of her customers are very conservative uh, demographic, older in terms of age, uh, just because of where she's located. So we said, let's stick with that customer base and figure out all the talk radio stations conservative talk radio stations that have hosts that are overweight, offer the host to get on the program for free, and then pay that host to become an endorser. You guys see ambassadors and sponsors and endorsers on social media all the time, right? Pimping out products and services, but you probably haven't thought about the fact that there's radio out there. People are still listening to radio. And if the right demographic, in her case, conservative people that are kind of older in, in their years, they're still listening to talk radio. And so we're using radio hosts across the country to pitch and promote PhD weight loss and then driving people to her site. And then of course they call the 800 number or they fill out the application and then her coaches and sales team take over from there. But that wasn't enough. I said, Ashley, what if we can do one better? What if we make you a celebrity, right? And she was like, well, I just wanna be behind the scenes running the business that I'm like, we can scale your business even bigger because if talk radio goes away, if all those different talk radio hosts all of a sudden get paid more by your competitor and so they go and they start pimping out your competitor, what happens? Your business comes to nearly a screeching halt. But if you can become a celebrity, right? Now you can control your funnel as well. And so of course we launched her YouTube show, her podcast, wrote a book, and you probably see a pattern here in all my coaching clients, right? Personal brand to go from being a generalist to a specialist, to an expert, to an authority, to a celebrity. So we celebritize my coaching clients. I've got a process for that. Help them launch a YouTube show, podcast, book, get them in the front of the right audiences with an amazing message. They suck out from that audience. They get more customers, clients, and patients. They turn those clients, customers, and patients into dollars, helping them solve their problems and making money for themselves. And it becomes a win-win. So never 
devalue the fact that you can become an authority and a celebrity. Don't wait for someone with a magic wand to come up to you and say, you are now a celebrity. If you're waiting for someone to make you a celebrity, to make you the authority in your niche, I'm telling you right now, no one is going to come and give you permission. You have to give yourself permission to become the authority, the celebrity, the expert in your space. And by you planting your flag and saying, I'm going to be the motherfucking gangster in this industry, you get to control your pipeline as well. Your pipeline of leads, clients, customers, revenue, and profits. And so with that, I hope these 11 tips to help you scale your business, your revenue, and your profits are going to help you in your business. And guys, listen, if you ever want to coach with me, you can go to bedroskoolian.com. Click on one of the two coaching programs that I have. The Domination Year Coaching Program is $100,000 to work with me. Um, so if you're a startup business, I'm not looking for startup businesses. I'm looking for people that are making at least a few hundred thousand dollars a year and are ready to scale to seven figures, multiple seven figures, eight figures, nine figures, and beyond, right? That's what I do. I just, I'm the scale guy. I help you scale your profits, your revenue, your systems, your people. Uh, I'm not the guy that teaches you how to like make your first dollar. Like you can learn that for free from just watching all of my old episodes of the Empire podcast that you'll find uh, on the podcast platforms and on YouTube. And listen, I want to tell you one more thing, and that is that average is the enemy. Success is your responsibility, and change can take place in an instant if you are willing to flip the switch. Peace, and I'll see you guys next time. What's the difference between me and you? Back when Q was rolling with Lorenzo and a Benzo, I was banging with a gang of instrumentals.